Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 174 of the Two Game Podcast. I'm your host, as always, I am Tyler, and joining me, we have the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour. We have Jake, all the way out to Tennessee. What's up, Broski? Hello, I'm back, bitches, again. I like how you say that like once a month. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's always yeah. true. Um, but... Yeah, for some reason, the guys didn't want me to be on the podcast for the past couple weeks. Got no we, put the, we, put, we put in the chat. Nope. Are, some we All right. two I'm going to screenshot right. this chat. and I want to I want to point out the fa- we have two different Facebook messaging groups. Yes. That Jake only responds in one, even though he's in both of them. No, I'm not in both of them. <laughs> you were in one. You must have left it then because you were in it. Come to think of it, I think I might have left it when I was really fucking tired. You probably did. <laughs> and my phone was just blowing up with fucking gifts. Tyler and Justin. And it's like, yeah. Justin and I, it's like, Justin and I were getting an argument at, during our lunch hours at work yeah, uh, about, like, about Nintendo. Yeah, it was like, uh, <laughs> it was like, listen to your fuckers. And I just left. <laughs> Just I laughed. I started crying in the break room because uh, he's like, just is like, better turn your phone off. This shit don't end here. Oh, it was funny. It was a good time. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, left the group and went back to sleep and slept for another two hours. I thought, great. Right, there you go. Well, that, that's why. That's why. You no, no wait. No. Because we've been that one. No. I I set up another group because mm-hmm. I. I left, no one message, nothing, like for, until I started that group, another group. That group, that, okay, that was an old group, so we, we've had like six different Facebook messaging groups, and we just randomly start making new ones, I don't know why, but it keeps happening. <laughs> we keep adding people into it, and then we just start a new one. Yeah, it's like we don't, person. it's like we don't want to remove the person <laughs> from the group, because it'll just give us, it'll, it'll, <laughs> just, like, it'll notify them. <laughs> It was like so. It's like, yeah, we just we just make new ones. So you know, we have we had a new one. We added Justin to the mix about a year and a half ago, and then Jake just started randomly using that one again. Wait, which, which explains one? why the the one you start the Pornhub enthusiast one as you so. Oh no, um, I I made that group trying to get back into the old group because I figured if I added you two. Justin and Sean, or Monster, Sean. Yeah. Uh, that it would bring me back to the that other group. Apparently, well, Facebook doesn't work like that. So, <laughs> Guess well, not. If I if I knew you left the group, then I would. 
it, the old group was called Korea's Favorite Podcast Host, which is a true statement, by the way. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, that, that I'm a big fan of that group. Now that that one's gone, so now we're now we're, I guess one two Pornhub enthusiasts. All right, we'll move it on to the, from that riveting conversation that our fans Everything I'm sure good. care so much about. Uh, we have another person here this week. His name is the Jack of Hearts, aka Gables, aka my one and only. What's up, Broski? Oh, no, that. Oh, hold on, Jack. Sorry, yeah. uh, that's bullshit. Nah. Sam is your one and only. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk anymore. You know, it's the whole long distance thing doesn't work out very well. This is even longer distance. I'm literally like over a thousand miles away from you. <laughs> <laughs> what is Sam? Two states? Uh, barely. Yes. <laughs> It's Ohio, though. Who the hell wants to go to Ohio? <laughs> you know what I mean? Go ahead, Jack. I'm sorry. Oh, that's fine. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah, just uh, hanging in there, you know? I'm still recovering from, like, uh, an illness that struck me last Friday night and has subsequently become a little bit worse and a little bit more uh, annoying as the week has gone on. Yeah, fun fact. I've had to call into work, like, about three times this past week. Only because I really had to get rid of Montezuma's revenge. So, <laughs> oh. so other than that and stuff, uh, yeah, you know what? I'm doing better tonight, so I'm good. That's why you don't well, mix good. egg slacks and bad Chinese food. <laughs> oh, that sounds terrible. Isn't, isn't they both kind of the same thing? It's like double egg slacks or double bad Chinese food. Yeah, very true. Sure. Well, anyways, what about you, Tyler? How about you? What have you been up to? Oh man, I'm doing well. Not that's not true. Uh, shit's getting crazy at work. <laughs> so sucks. that sucks. <laughs> well, most of it sucks. Not all of it. Uh, no, it's just things have been getting crazy. It kind of sucks. Like when all the good games start coming out, work gets insane. So yeah, I don't have same here. Games. It's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like all summer, nothing. No, there's no games to play, but I got tons of free time. Not tons of free time, but I got free time. And then, you know, all the stuff I want to start, games are coming out, my shows are back on, I want to watch. I got, like, no time for any of that shit. So, um, <laughs> I don't know, other than that, I'm doing fine, I guess. Uh, I had this Saturday off, which is nice, first one off in, like, four weeks. Uh, Sweet. So, yeah, I'm doing well, doing well. Justin is not here this week, if you couldn't notice. Uh, he has a family thing going on this evening, uh, so he's unable to join us, which sucks, because this is kind of like the Justin podcast, almost. <laughs> with what we're going to be talking about this week. It's kind of like, this is kind of lined up well for him, and he's not going to be here for it. So it's we're like going to talk about... that. Yeah, almost. Almost. So we're going to talk about this one this one topic this week only, and we're never going to talk about it again. <laughs> uh, but we we might have a ghost coming in. Sometime. Nope. No ghost? Nope. No ghost. So you laid no. the salt down, didn't you? Yep. No, I told Justin, because uh, he really wanted to talk about the Nintendo Switch, uh, that he can record some audio. So, um, if he does that, and he sends it to me on time, you will hear that a little later on the show. If not, then yeah, it didn't happen. Uh, so, But I might not actually, you know what, I might not put it in the show, just piss him off. <laughs> just for the fun of See, it. that's what I meant by ghost. Yeah. So, I might actually, it's, I might still put the space in the audio, but I actually put an audio in there. Dead air. It's dead air. Yeah, it's minute like dead air. That's yeah. terrible. So this is my thoughts about the yeah. Switch. Yeah, this is just... No, wait. Stuff. No, don't put dead air. Just put uh, crickets. 
There we go. There we go. It's just it's just Tyler over and over again, just saying hashtag fuck Nintendo. Hashtag fuck Nintendo. Oh, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna randomly. Spl- oh man, that's it. That's what I'm doing. It's happening. Now you Congratulations, you've got yes. a glimpse of behind the scenes. Oh, that's up. No, it's uh, the last month on the show. Yeah. Every the last thing said on every every episode is hashtag fuck Nintendo. Which, depending on my thoughts on Nintendo Switch, which we'll hear in a few minutes, uh, may or may not still be the case for until we hear more about it in next year. So, Jake is holding, I believe, is that, is that an Overwatch? That's an Overwatch. What is that? It's Soul from Soul Eater. It's, uh, it's from an anime. Very, it's a decent anime, but there's too much fan service for my blood. I can agree with that. I've seen a little bit of it. Alright, well, moving on. We're actually going to switch up a little bit because I think there's some pretty big stuff to talk about this week. We are going to discuss the news first instead of gaming. Uh, what we've been playing, I should say. Um, so we're going to start off with what I think undoubtedly is probably the biggest trailer um, to drop in years, probably at least since the new consoles came out. Uh, I am talking about the trailer to Red Dead Redemption 2. Um... I'm curious, did you guys watch this trailer? Yes. Yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> Alright. No, yeah, Good. definitely uh, have. It's very interesting. Okay. It's That's... fucking tease, really. Yeah. I wouldn't even say it's a tease. Uh, I... It is way, I wasted 74 seconds. All it did was <laughs> tell me to pre-order, and that was it. It was really underwhelming. I mean, and they gave you a uh, wallpaper for the new Magnificent Seven. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Yeah. So people don't know, Red Dead Redemption Two uh, had a pretty, I thought, a really awesome uh, kind of a way to announce the game. Where like I think it was Sunday evening or Monday evening, all the uh, Rockstar posted a picture, and it was like the red tint of what Red Dead Redemption was. Yeah. And it just said Rock. It had the Rockstar logo in it. And then I think the next day they did um, Sunday evening they did the first one. Then Monday night they posted a picture of like uh, like it looks like Old West. It's still red tint and it's uh, seven black silhouettes of uh, different people. Yeah, and that's all it was. And then Tuesday they released uh, a different one, basically the same thing, and it said uh, it said Red Dead Redemption Two um, trailer coming Thursday or whatever. Uh, so they posted the trailer. No gameplay in it. Uh, I don't even think there's really any voice acting in it. Um, not really much details coming out of it. Um, I thought for as cool as the build-up was, and I thought it was a really cool way to announce the, uh, that game, even though it's outside of the Nintendo Index. It's probably one of the worst-kept secrets in gaming. Um, it just it just kind of fell flat. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it didn't help coming out that the trailer came out three hours after uh, the Switch was announced. But uh, just as far as I, I, I hate when games have trailers. Uh, I'm fine with like doing trailers with no gameplay. That's fine. I get you know E3 they do that all the time. Uh, TGS gets all the time. But they're usually surprise games or like it's in the announcement of a game. Um, something we never even knew was well, it wasn't confirmed. Maybe we heard through rumors and leaks, but we weren't 100 sure it was a real thing. I'm fine with no gameplay there. But when you tell us two days in advance, hey, you're getting a trailer on this day. You build up hype and anticipation, 
and you bring up you bring up stats. Seventy-four seconds, uh, nothing. Just showing us some like some short videos, some and, rendered uh, footage. Of yeah, nature basically. Yep. Yeah, uh, it just it felt it just did nothing for me, and I'm pretty sure I've talked on the show before, and you guys know my opinion. Uh, I, I admit that Red Dead Redemption is a great game. I will not argue with anybody when they say it's one of the best games of last generation. Uh, but to me, it just I, I'm not a big fan of the Rockstar games, though, either. So I'll say I'm a huge fan of the Rockstar games. Yeah. And Red Dead Redemption did nothing for me. Mm-hmm. But then again, I played Gun, which was what? That's EA. Uh, that's EA. And it came out. Uh, when did it come out? It was on the PS2 and early Xbox 360, so 2006? Maybe. Yeah, probably, yeah. Probably uh, around there. So it was like. Alright, I had my fill of Western Cowboys. So it was like. And I also didn't feel like spending an hour on horseback trying to get to a location. Yeah. So. I'm. And my part of it might be that case. I don't really give a shit about um, the West either. What about you, uh, Jack? Oh, when it comes to Red Dead Redemption, that's actually one of the Rockstar games I actually kind of like the most because, yeah, you know what? It's just kind of mixed with me in Rockstar games. Like, I only played through, like, one GTA game in its entirety, and that was GTA 4, but I've played the other ones. Never really kept my interest too long. Had the whole debacle with GTA 5 with my infamous glitch. But, uh... <laughs> as far as this trailer goes, it like I said, it's... It was just totally underwhelming to me. I mean, it was a good build-up, and the end result of this build-up really wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be, which maybe just a little tidbit, maybe about 10 seconds worth of gameplay at most. But it's definitely going to be something we're probably going to see over at uh, E3 2017, possibly, if not maybe a little bit beforehand, because this game is supposed to release in 2017, according to the trailer. Yeah, it was supposed to have been slated, but it's definitely going to be pushed back yeah to at least spring of 18 it's a, it's a rock star trope yeah unfortunately <laughs> yeah i'm trying to weather i'm trying to think i said i love rock star titles but my mind is spacing what um rock star games except for gta red dead and bully uh, i know they tennis. did max Payne and table tennis um yeah, I'm trying to remember. Did they do Max Payne 3? Because I love Max Payne 3. They did Body Harvest. They, did, they, did, as well. they did Max Payne 3. Max Payne 3 is fantastic. They... Also, Bully is fantastic. Everybody knows I love Bully. Oh, yeah. Midnight Club. Fucking love that oh, yeah. game. No, they didn't play Midnight Club series. <laughs> uh, oh, wait. I loved Midnight Club 1 and 2 because it was the free mode Batmobile. Hmm. Hmm. But, yeah. So, oh, well, definitely enjoying well, Rockstar games. Yeah, I, I'm curious to see more about it. Uh, it's not my cup of tea, um, but I, I, always, I always look forward to like watching trailers and reading about people's thoughts, opinions, and hype of uh, big games coming out. Um, so yeah, I, I'm interested to see more what we see on that one. I'm sure we'll hear it. We'll see it. I imagine we'll see a shit ton of it uh, at E3 next year. But let's move on to the real big news of the week: um, the Nintendo NX. Has been shown off. We got a three-minute trailer announcing it as the, the Nintendo Switch. Um, I'm just gonna kind of go. go uh, 
I have a few questions I put in the show notes for us. Um, we're, I want to tackle them one by one. Uh, so that way, you know, try not to, was trying to jump ahead. I want to just get um, our initial. My first question is, what were your thoughts on the trailer? Let's not jump into theories or questions or what. Just based off what you saw in that three minute and seventeen second trailer, what were your thoughts on the Nintendo Switch as we're calling it now? And this is the time where I'm quiet. Okay. <laughs> Did you not watch the trailer? Nah, I've been busy. Okay. okay. Um, Sleep is awesome. I already okay. know. I'm, all right, to be fair, I'm already know I'm going to buy the Switch. Okay. And I le- I know it's bad, but. I, I know I'm gonna be buying it for Pokemon, Mario, and maybe Donkey Kong. So, okay. like the details are irrelevant. It could be a fucking Wii Plus. For all I care. Wii U Plus. Oh, okay. No, it's not um, a Wii U Plus. I meant like a Wii, minus motion right. controls. Okay, well, good to know. Um, what about you, Jack? What'd you think of the trailer? I thought the trailer was well done. It it accurately portrayed what the system was all about, which obviously it's a seamless transfer from handheld to console, you know, portable thing on the go while you're playing your games, going from this way, that way. It showed good accurate representation of, like, how many control options you have. You know, you could either play with the little uh, Joy-Cot gamepads is what they're calling them now, those little things. Joy-Con. Joy-Con? Joy-Con, okay. Yeah. The Joy-Con controllers and stuff that stick to the whole tablet-esque type of uh, device that's supposed to plug into that dock and stuff. I do like the fact that they went towards like uh, showcasing quite a few games along with the whole Switch and stuff. I mean, obviously Zelda was something we were going to see, but it was really a good surprise to see little tidbits from like Splatoon, Mario Kart... Even, like, an actual 3D Mario game, which that had me psyched. And even most surprising of all was a Bethesda game, which it looked kind of like Skyrim Remastered was being showcased on this device. Which, hell, that that was perfectly a surprise. Because I thought, initially, when I watched the trailer the first time, that it was actually Monster Hunter. But, but I have actually have watched this trailer quite a few times already. And uh, find little tidbits of things each time. And, you know, it's just really cool. I thought the trailer was well-made, really professional. It doesn't confuse what the system is. It's not an add-on. It's not things. It's an entirely separate console, which was something that Nintendo needed to get their point across without confusing the masses like they did with the Wii U. And ultimately, it makes me really want to go out and buy the device on launch because it has the stuff that I want and I'm interested in playing. So, yeah, that was pretty much what I thought. How about you, Tyler? Um, so after I watched it, I kind of was like, I really wanted to go find something to hug. <laughs> uh, so, wait, are we, we talking cuddle or spoon? Cry? Whatever, man. I just needed to touch somebody. Uh, so you spent just seventy-five minutes touching yourself. Thirty seconds. Um, <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a marathon man over here, man. It's too much work. I'm fat. I don't know much, not much stamina. Uh, no. Um, anyways, uh, I watched it, man. Uh, I actually like snuck um, somewhere and watched it at work, uh, trying to like hide. Hey, like, lawyers, super... if you're not, if you're listening to this, this is not. Re- I'm joking. Yeah, nobody, nobody works listening to this. Uh, nobody listens to this in, here, uh, in general. So uh, it's just us talking. 
Um, so, yeah, I, I, I love this trailer. Um, it, I mean, it's we didn't really learn anything. There was no real surprises, I guess, coming out of it. Um, because it was pretty much everything. Everything had leaked for the most part. Um, the only, I just man, it was all the rumors and all the all the, everything I was hearing about it. I was super excited for it. If that was the case, I was trying to stay, you know, as calm as possible and like prepare myself to be let down about it or started to see something I hated. And coming on this trailer, there wasn't a lot to hate. Uh, I'm kind of melancholy on the name. I don't hate it. I don't love it. Uh, I think they could. I wish they would, they would come up with something better that would stand out a little bit more. At the same point, uh, like though, a, it is better name than the Wii U. That's for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I just look at though, like th- it's not a unique name. When you say Switch, that could be anything. Um, you know, it doesn't. It doesn't say. You know, it doesn't st- stand out like the Wii, the PlayStation, PlayStation, uh, Xbox. You know, things like that. It's like when you hear PlayStation, there's not that just can't mean several different things. It just means. Sony PlayStation, uh, Xbox. It doesn't mean twenty different things. It just means Xbox. Switch is a, a word that's been around for a long time. We use I use it daily. Mm-hmm. Um, so you Google you Google Switch. It, who knows? It probably, I doubt Nintendo Switch will be the, right now. It might be, but in a couple of years, Nintendo uh, Switch might not. Will probably won't, that Nintendo Switch what not probably won't be the first thing you see when you Google it. Um, but um, as far as the trailer goes, I liked pretty much everything about it. The Joy-Con stuff. I don't. I, I can't see myself ever wanting to use those little handheld things. I don't think I'll ever want to use play split screen on that thing unless it's docked mm-hmm. on the TV because I didn't like the way those controllers looked. Um, well, obviously you're gonna have to invest instead of a pro controller for that thing because hell, nobody wants oh, to yeah. do a split thing with a tiny ass little uh, <laughs> those Joy-Con controllers and stuff. It looks like microscopic. <laughs> yeah, especially trying to play like a game like NBA Two K. <laughs> That game um, is definitely that game is very difficult to play. Um, with oh, I can't see how you can play that game with just one analog stick when the the right analog stick is is really important for for the dribbling aspect of that yeah, game. Sure. Um, okay, uh, okay. So PlayStation is your Madden box. Yes. The Switch is going to be your NBA box. No, I'm just saying though. Like, I I can't. I'm just saying trying to play that game with split screen. Uh, or not split screen. I'm trying to play the game with trying to play a game like NBA 2K where it uses all the buttons. And they all have a purpose, and no, there's no waste of buttons in that game. And not like, I'm not saying other games are like that, but in this case, you know, it's like that right hand stock is really important um, for for like the whole dribbling and shooting aspect of that game. And I couldn't imagine trying to play that with just one analog stick and four buttons, uh, face buttons. But um, I loved uh, the marketing. They went behind it where it was just. Everybody in it was just millennials. It, you know, it, it was it was trying to go to the audience, the, the, the audience that buys games, the 20, 30-year-old people. Mm-hmm. It's not going after the families, the casuals. I went back, actually, um, yesterday, and I watched the Wii U uh, announced trailer. And the entire thing was just, look at, hey, there's this game pack, and then you can use your Wiimotes for this. And here's, hey, here's a kid playing golf, and here's us playing Wii Sports with the game pack. And it's just like, in 2011, when that video was shown, like no one gave a shit about the Wii anymore. So, like it was just like it just Nintendo felt, felt like Nintendo there just didn't understand the audience anymore. Like they had moved on from the Wii like, five years later, no one cared, um, and nobody wanted to buy another console to use that on. In you know at that point in time, and it showed with 13 million sold units in four years, four plus years. Um, 
So I like what they did showing off esports and a bunch of younger people trying to play it and show that they're trying to go after a different audience. The games they showed in it, they obviously showed them a brand new Mario game. They showed the Zelda, obviously, but they showed Skyrim. They showed NBA. So they kind of got a little bit of everything of the core gamers out there, um, at least what the, the core gamers care about. Pokemon. Kids, teenagers. No Pokemon. I'm sure we'll, we'll Pokemon. hear more about that. Um, I'm sure we'll hear more Pokemon about that. Pokemon Adventures for them. Nope. It's never going to happen. <laughs> never going to happen. Um, but yeah, Please, uh, uh, they make billions. <laughs> they make would. billions with Pokemon Go. You think they will make more? Nintendo hates with... money, so that will never happen. Um... <laughs> And I but, just looked at my uh, audacity, and wow, I literally blew the mic. Thanks a lot, Mike. My, my, you're going to get a bill for my doctor, um, and you're also going to be editing next, the next 100 shows or so, because I won't be here anymore. Um, 25 minutes. Moving on. My, my second question for you guys, or I guess Jay, or Jack in a sense, um, what kind of questions, theories, concerns do you have coming out of this? What do you want from this thing? What do you want this thing to be? Um when it's all, you know, when it's, when we hear more about this, you know, what, what is, like I said, questions, comments, concerns, whatever. I'm concerned about the battery life of it, first of all, because for one, if it has like the NVIDIA stuff, you know, the, all the high end, like, uh, dealies that is supposed to be inside this piece of tech, the biggest concern is going to be the battery life of the device, which it's going to be a PS4 controller. That's just the thing though. If it's like two or three hours worth of like, just uh portable wise, like a little handheld device like some other stuff it's it's gonna be really hard to try to play stuff on that for long periods of time but at the same time if it has an option where you just go into airplane mode you just turn off the wireless and do this and do that you can at least get some like uh you know four or five hours worth of charge which hey that's not bad i mean it's not good either but still that's that's just one of the things like another thing is kind of like concerning me though is like uh the whole durability issue of like the touchscreen in and of itself, because oh, holy shit! I wonder if it'll come in with like a, a built-in screen protector or something to that nature. Holy shit! Oh, pardon me, guys. It's about seven forty-five <laughs> p.m. here, and the Cubs just clinched a spot in the World Series. Yep. Holy yep, shit! Yep, yep, yep. Had the game in the background. And I was just trying to keep the show going. It, I would have stopped failed. no matter what, Jake. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to buy enough time between me and Tyler to get the shit back on the train. Okay, but... okay, okay. Well, anyway, where was I before? I was distracted by that. Okay. So the durability of the touchscreen is kind of a concern for me for this whole Nintendo Switch. And it's because, you know, with other tablets and stuff, I mean, they they have little durable things. It's It's... The thing is, I'm kind of interested in seeing if, like, say, if it's an actual, like, single-touch thing, like some of the devices has been, like, a multi-touch. Because sometimes when durability is concerned for some, like, mobile devices and stuff, oh, it just, I just really want to know the quality of it. See if it's nothing, like, cheap or flimsy or something like that. But, uh, the number one thing I want to know about the Nintendo Switch is the launch lineup of games because I really want to know what's going to be available day one Zelda we already know is going to probably come out day one for this device but is Mario going to be day one is any of these supposed Wii U HD ports going to be available day one 
hell, is there going to be a Bethesda game day one? <laughs> we don't know yet. I'm sure there'll be like roughly 12 games. So there'll be the sports game that came out that year. Yeah. Uh, that's not even guaranteed with, you know, the, the Wii U didn't have any of those when it came out. So, I mean. Are you sure? I could have swore I had that one Madden game. Uh, I don't believe you even had the first Madden game. I know the I know the, the Wii had the like first three or four Madden games and they gave up on it. Uh, um, trying to remember <laughs> what what did the Wii U have? It had didn't have Black Ops. It had it Black, Black Ops, Ops two. two. Oh, it God. had Zombie U. Uh, it had an abysmal launch uh, lineup. Well, I'll just be perfectly yeah. honest. With oh, you. other than yeah, New was... Super Mario Bros. U and like, oh gosh. Um, I'm trying to think of another game that was actually somewhat interesting. Nintendo Land, possibly. There was like maybe like two or three yeah, games at most, and the other ones were like fucking Funky Barn and all the other shit that was like <laughs> their like a shovelware shit day one, you know. Yeah. But uh, as far as launch lineups mean, are concerned, it's a cons- it's a console launch. There's never really going to be great titles day one. Um, I would actually argue yeah. that with a PlayStation Vita, which did have some decent launch titles first day. I know Uncharted. Well, not just yeah. Uncharted, though, but they asked, they had the Mutant Blobs attack, they had Hustle Kings, which I think was a perfectly good pool game and, like, other stuff, mm. but there can be, like, great launch lineups for games and stuff, game releases, but, uh, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. up to the developer of the console trying getting, uh, oh, what are they called? Oh, dev, dev kits. Yes. The developers. Like early, but yeah, well, they they sent them out there. Remember, they sent them to EA, and EA set their back after like three months. <laughs> That's very so true. They just did like maybe one or two games, and they never did it again. Mass Effect Three for it, yeah. Oh, Mass Effect um, Three was one of them, and Batman yeah. Arkham City. Yeah, they made the Arkham City. They made like the definitive edition, or whatever. <laughs> um, the piggyback off the whole launch uh, lineup thing. Um, I think a good, I need, they need a great launch lineup. I think if they have Zelda, that that would be enough. Maybe, maybe you want maybe one or two second tier games in there. There's got to at least um, be about three really good solid games, in my opinion. Yeah, um, but I, I would like to see a nice launch. Uh, thing I've talked about for a long time now, a great launch window. If, what's right. the first three to six months going to have? Because when I'm talking about, I've said it several times. Look at the PS4 and the Xbox One. They had a couple games come out on launch, and we'd have games played for five or six months. We're just playing. Uh, all I played DC Universe out. online for like a month, about two months after yeah, so, I got my PS4. Yeah, and, and also Nintendo can't. I mean, Nintendo they're they're not gonna. They can't come out with like the games that all the third party. Even if they came out with all the big third party games that are coming out at that time, and then maybe Zelda, they're not gonna sell. Like crazy, like the PS4 and Xbox One did because yeah, because like, definitely not going to be as powerful. Well, the, not even the power part of it. Just like people don't care about the Nintendo, the hardcore gamers, gamers, whatever you want to call them, they don't care about right. Nintendo as much as they do about the new PlayStation and Xbox. You know, like those are going to sell because people like they're they're huge. Everybody wants the new one of those, and obviously with the way the Nintendo Wii kind of went uh, went after a couple of years and the Wii the way the Wii U sold. No one gives it, it, it need, they can't just rest on their laurels. They need to come out big. And I think if having a nice launch window, having a couple of big games at first, and then maybe one in June or July or August or whatever, and then maybe one or two more in the in the winter time or fall time, right. they need to have it. They need to come out big and then come out and they need to announce that shit early. Not like now, but like 
February. Like, we need to know the big games are coming in 2017. We won't probably know that until, like, January or maybe even like a month before the console launches, honestly. Yeah, we probably, we probably won't hear anything until I would say late January, somewhere in February. A um, couple things, though, I want to I want to mention some stuff. I, I've done I've done some uh, research on this and trying to find out. So some of the stuff I don't I, I've heard so many times from different people or uh, or different websites. Some are saying it's fat come out. Nintendo said this, and some, some are saying it's rumors. So I don't know 100 percent sure what's rumors and what's real. Um, but a couple things they've said, um, a couple things I know for a fact, for the fact that Nintendo has come out and said that there will be no physical backward compatibility with Wii U games, mm-hmm. uh, no talk about, um, the digital games, um, uh, that's kind of the one big one, a couple, so here's some rumors they've had, uh, the rumor is it's going to be about a three hour battery life, uh, which sucks <laughs> if true, uh, it'll have a multi-touchscreen, which hasn't even been confirmed that it has a touchscreen, right. um, but a multi-touchscreen, which would be nice, because, uh, that's kind of what you know. The tablets and iPhones and every touchscreen has um, the big ones. Do anyways now. Um, it is not a successor to 3DS. Obviously, so not. I think this is actually a factual thing that Nintendo has come out and said that there will be a there will be a follow up to 3DS, which is weird. Huh. I don't know if I like that necessarily. That's kind of weird. Um, I mean, if they're having a console like handheld hybrid, why the fuck would they even have a successor to the 3DS? Yeah. Uh, I can't. I, I can't 100% sure say that Nintendo did say that, but from what I read online uh, through big gaming websites, that is, uh, I'm not reading this on forums and shit. Uh, they it sounds like they came out and said that. Um, yeah, I think also that that's going to be, that's gonna be not a fan of that three hour battery life. No, but here's the way. Uh, yeah, that's bad. If it, if I, that's the only way I could see it not being a successor to the. That's games. like PSP UMD um, level level of bad. Mm. Yeah, and. I mean, for me personally, I don't give a shit because I'm never going to, probably, this thing is rarely ever going to leave uh, the docking <laughs> station. Uh, but I can see that for people that travel a lot, that's going to be awful. Um, and that could be, if that's the case, that could be that could be a huge turnoff to a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, another thing I read, um, 32 gigabyte built in, but the ability to use SD cards. I'll say this. Um, also, we found out for sure this is going to use cartridges. So I'm wondering how much is this, this thing going to be digital a digital only kind of thing where or some games will be digital only because I can't see I don't know how many I don't know how many gigs an SD card holds well actually I see uh, the just SD card holds about SD 512 gigabytes yeah you can get a 120 well, I mean like a cartridge though I mean that an actual of, SD uh, card yeah. is uh, come as actually is coming out which is like actually holds 512 gigabytes but that's like well, I know about that I, might, I mean the cartridges themselves though like like for the the gaming, the gaming cards, cards was, I mean themselves, it's like I mean that's not gonna sure. hold as much as the Blu-ray disc. Too sure. You know what I mean? But I, I can't I, I I can't I don't know how a Skyrim or a as big as Breath of the Wild seems like it could be. Well, that's, maybe under compression kind of stuff, it may be able to like fit on that little like SD card and stuff like that. But at the same yeah. time, so you gotta understand that while developers are doing it right now. A lot of that data is not compressed down and stuff on the PS4 and Xbox One, leading to the big file sizes to begin with. So, yeah, we, yeah, uh, I'm hoping the 32 gigabyte thing is built in. I'm, I actually prefer more. And then if they let us use any SD cards, I hope that um, there's bigger options out there because I can see. Yeah, I hope there's no limit to the SD card size because, like, yeah, with the, the Xbox, it was like you could use uh, or with a 360 anyway. Uh, you could use externals for your games and saves and whatnot, but you could only use 30. Yeah. 
Um, mm. They haven't limited anything on their 3DS XLs or even like other devices at the time. I mean, hell, with the Wii U, you can actually go upwards to a, a terabyte if you really wanted to. Oh, nice. Uh, there you go. Uh, but that was for like external mm. hard drive sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, going into the chip part of it, the processor, the, the, the uh, Nvidia or whatever the fuck, Nvidia, however you want to say it. The Nvidia Shield um, stuff. Maybe? Yeah, uh, that they're the processor they're going to be using for this thing. Going off of what kind of looks like they're going to be using, it's going to be somewhere in the in between powerful power wise, uh, in between a PS3 or a PS4, Xbox 360, Xbox One, somewhere in the middle there. Uh, but it should run. It's going to run way faster than a um, PS3 or 360 um, did. Um, it will run a lot. It's going to run a lot better on a handheld. Um, it's kind of like a laptop when you're playing games. It runs better when it's plugged into the wall than you know using because it's got it's got to focus on the fact that you're using a battery, so it's going to work on both. So being on the dock, it's going to run better. Also, um, on the room, this is all rumors, by the way. Uh, the the rumor is that it's going to if you're playing on the screen, if you ever like playing the handheld version of it, it's going to play at 720p. But if you have a dock, it's going to upscale to 1080. Um, Nvidia. Um, the, the tablet that came out I think last year and they're using it sound like a chip similar to that one and that that one lasts about five hours um, that tablet does so you gotta think this thing is gonna be putting a little more um, it's, gonna be, it's gonna run a lot more things than a, than a tablet is so you gotta think it's gonna leave less battery life probably less than that and this this chip also makes it very hard to port Xbox one and ps4 games um, to the uh, the switch. So that could be a damper on the uh, third-party side of things. Um, yeah, um, but I mean, Jack walked away, so I'm going to kind of keep talking for a minute. I got a couple other things I want to talk about. Um, for me, I look at like like this. I think that if if this is a new handheld system as well, um, I think that if you look at I mean, we talk about everybody talks about how the, th the Wii U and the Wii U whatever they have never had great third-party support that you, the, the handheld systems for Nintendo has always had really good uh, support, I think. Um, so if you can get that on the Switch, I think that'd be a big plus for them. There's been some great games that have come out. Uh, they look like a Phoenix Wright or um, a Professor Layton or like the Bravely Default games, things like that. Um, there's some really great games coming on there for that thing, um, third-party-wise. Um, but I look at it, I, I think this, this could be a couple things. I think this could be the thing that what... Gamers are hoping that the Vita and PS4 would be, um, in that sense, where you, with the whole uh, remote play thing, uh, I think th this can be, I mean, instead of just being this weird half-assed work gimmick, this can be the real, this looks like it could be the real deal as far as playing my games if I'm laying in bed and I can just sit there and play my games, and then yeah. I, if I want to, like, set up yeah, that, games, that, my TV that whole too. That whole cross-play stuff was really weird. Mm-hmm. Like, I was playing, um, I remember playing Shadow of Mordor on my yeah. Vita while streaming for my PS4, and, like, it felt off. Like, I was playing the game just fine, like, but it was, like, a little bit too laggy. Yeah. Like, the connection wasn't great for some reason, but, like, I'd like to see something like that. Like, Nintendo's always been decent with uh, creating new technologies for the games industry. Yeah. Um, be kind of cool if they can, with the Switch or with their next project, 
come up with something that basically, all right, with the with the switch, we're going to give you the handheld and console in one. Maybe with their next one, it's like if you get the 3ds plus s5 or whatever and the new nintendo console every game you buy will be playable together like instantaneously with cloud saves and whatnot that'd be great yeah i I love that um yeah i was saying though yeah i think that in the fact that it's not streaming from the uh, the console to the the handheld in this case, the handheld is the console, and all the, the docking station does is basically stream it to your your TV, really. Right. Um, not really Which, stream it, but it, it you know it projects on your TV. Uh, what, I can't think of the word. What um, was that? You're not co- worried about lag and shit like that. Yeah. What was that company that? Oh, it was gaming. You streamed games. Oh, um, X not, something wasn't it? Not Ouya. It was um. Ah. Fuck, I forgot what's going on. I know exactly what you're talking about, too. I remember, uh, there was, like, Gaikai, and there was the other one. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember, but it was, like, like, I heard people who, like, very few people have actually used it, and, like, there was no problems whatsoever. Yeah, I heard it, I heard it ran fine. It was just, game, the prices were crazy, and it just didn't have yeah. a big, big following on that. And it was, it was just, you know, a decade or maybe even longer before it's time. Yeah, it's probably, uh... Great idea. Too soon. Yeah. Which is what I hope VR turns into. I hope VR does well. Like, yeah, me too. A lot of all these companies are doing it. And I'd like to... I'd actually thought about buying a PSVR sometime, but I'm not going to do it anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, I might maybe at the end of the year or something. I don't, have the, I don't have the room for it anyway. I can probably make the room, but it would just be... I'd have to, like, move shit around constantly or if I want to do it. Yeah, I have to get rid of my clothes recliner. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, like, I seriously... That's what my... I have clothes all over my recliner. That's what they're used for. Oh, that's good. <laughs> recommend hangers. Um, hangers are nice, but... I work 12 hours a day and have, like, four hours of free time. So... Yeah. Um, but anyways, I enjoyed the little bit of sleep I have. There you go. Um, I think this could. I, I'm wondering if this could also be like almost like a tablet, like an iPad or something like that, where it's just it has like I can I can download it has apps for it. I can download the Facebook app, my Bleacher Report app, my Twitter app, whatever. And then this can almost be like an iPad and Apple TV in one, where I can stream. Netflix, yeah. YouTube, HBO Now. I, um, I wonder why um, Apple hadn't done that. With like their mobile market is huge. Yeah, and well, I mean, Apple so, TVs, like they're not Apple TVs, but the oh well, Apple TV Plus thing that you get. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Um, that be seems like to be great for. It's like you can already do videos with it. Yeah. And I'm wondering. I think it'd be. I hope. I think it'd be kind of cool if it's that. If that. I mean, that's another selling point for it. Where, um, depending on pricing and all that shit, uh, that could be another. That's another big selling point for it is the fact that hey, it's a tablet, and it's also it also it can be your streaming device. It's kind yep. of everything in one. And, um, and it, if it turns into a streaming device, your tablet can turn the controller. 
Yeah. I, I've seen a bunch of emulators that run just fine, like with the touchpad for the controller, like for the screen on the phone. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that. I mean, I think it's another big thing. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, I'm, I, I think this is a really good first step for the for the Switch. Um, I obviously have concerns. I mean, what's the price point going to be on this? I don't. I, I think Nintendo's always been really good about pricing their uh, consoles. So I mean, 3ds they were they did a bad job with that. They they've totally misread that thing. But um, I think. But the 3ds took come back though from that. It made a comeback, yeah. I mean, but the, their handheld market is has been and is still is strong enough to withstand a early. Um, a big flop. Um, flop like that, yeah. They can recover from that. Uh, they're a handheld at this point. If they're combining, they're, they're putting all their eggs. It seems like this. Seems like this. They're putting all their eggs in one basket. And I don't know if they can necessarily yeah. afford uh, um, a big. I hope that's not what they're doing. And I think yeah. Gabe turned into a zombie. All here is growls come from his end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jack. Jack. Uh, Jack. Yeah, yeah. He's. I think he's coming back in the room. Like, uh, there he is. There he is. There's Jack. He's putting his headphones back on. Oh, good. Hey, you didn't Jack. turn into a zombie. That's great. I'm here. Jack is back. Hey, buddy. What? We're still talking about the Switch. Okay. Um, we did good. Fine time. Yeah, we we, we buy some time. <laughs> um, just kind of curious. Anything else like you you really want to say on it? Uh, I just kind of talk about uh, a couple things you missed. Uh, I mentioned that this is kind of what, what the, the remote play people wanted, I think, with the Vita and PS4. Oh, well, yeah, of course. And, without having the whole daily of the console being constantly on while you're to and from somewhere the console on didn't really bother me it was the latency issue it was the connectivity thing of the wireless that really concerned me with the like and the stuff yeah it wasn't like it played it played well it didn't play that well though i gotta agree like and it like i like i said earlier i played uh shadow mortar on it Mm -hmm. And like there was always just a little bit of uh like or lag. Yeah, I know it's and definitely not like, perfect. And it wasn't my inter- yeah, it wasn't my internet. It and whatnot. And it's like so. It's like we mentioned that we'd like to see something with Nintendo doing that. Right, right. But like more streamlined. The only differences between like say the actual the whole. Remote play from the Vita and the PS4 as a comparison to this Nintendo Switch. At least with by the Vita and the PS4 and stuff, you got streaming stuff from the PS4 onto the Vita. Whereas in this Nintendo Switch, the whole device in of itself is like uh, it's just interconnected with itself. So regardless of like whether or not you're playing it on the go or playing on your TV and stuff, you basically have like next to no lag, and it looks like in terms of like playing the games and doing this and doing that so you're not really streaming through an, like a, either a connection wirelessly from something but uh other thoughts i have on the switch i kind of feel that for price point wise this is going to be one of those systems where they have a few console bundles like they did with uh, some of their like other previous systems before so for instance the wii u had two versions if i'm not uh Mistaking one of them was like a regular eight gigabyte like uh, model with their little white Wii U bundle, and then there was a black Wii U bundle which had like thirty two gigabytes or something. Yep, I think there's going to be something similar with the Nintendo Switch, whereas one is going to be like around three hundred dollars, and it's going to have just the Switch in and of itself, no game, 
It's just the console. I I think it might be bundled with one game. You and think one game or two, two if you don't include if you don't count like their Nintendo Land or whatever, right? That they come out with. Oh, you could be on the right track for that, but I think that uh, for like three fifty or even four hundred dollars, you're just gonna have Legend of Zelda bundled in with possibly like maybe an extra controller, maybe the Pro controller or, Mario or something, or a Mario game. Yeah, you know, because that makes more sense. Or it could be squarely based upon how much size, you know, for like the whatever, you know, for what the SD card thing is going to be. Because I, I think the packaging is going to be pretty small in comparison to, say, some of the other devices they've sold. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of with you on that. I mean, the rumor's been out there for a little bit now that there's going to be a there's going to be two different bundles or two different options when it comes out. I agree with you. I think $300 for the cheaper option. Um, I wonder if it could be a size thing. It could be uh, something like that. Maybe it's... Um, some of the, a couple people had the idea online about it possibly being like a... Um, it doesn't. It's what was it? It's like it doesn't. Like it's just a docking. It doesn't have the ability to play elsewhere, which doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. That that people, takes away the half the thing, like the half yeah, the whatever for the console. I'll, I'll, I'll say this though: if I can get that option, if like if I can pay a little less and I can't play as a oh, handheld, I'd be yeah. I mean, fair enough. I I take that option too because the 3ds or was my handheld or was my on the go and even then i played it in my bed yeah so if i yeah i never i don't take my i don't, I don't take the gaming elsewhere even when i went my old job when i used to work saturdays mm. by myself i would take it with my 3ds with me to work but that'd be it i don't work there anymore so i don't have to worry about that um mm. no I, I agree with you i think there might be an, another option for like 350 400 i don't think they put zelda in the 400 but i think there's a, four, a second bundle like that i think that game is big enough that they know people are going to buy that separately so they'll try to get that extra money on the end there um, well, you know, they could be smart and just see. bundle Zelda in as like as a pack-in thing for their console yeah, launch. The, I, I'm not saying I that, yeah. If, uh, I'm sure there will be. I'm sounding like fucking Trump now. <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, But, like, I'm sure there's going to be like a special, like, if not, uh, if Zelda's not day one, there's going to be like a special edition uh, Zelda bundle. Yeah, I, I think if there's not a pack-in game, like a Nintendo Land or something like that, or a Wii Sports kind of thing, um, I, I think there, I mean, I could see the, like a bundle like that. If there's like a bundle out there for like 400 bucks and it comes to that Pro Controller, um, or, you know, and a couple other things, I'll probably just go ahead and get that. Yeah. Because I can't see, I, I don't, look at that, the, 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 the Joy-Con and the other controller with the, the Joy-Con controller slide out of, I can't really see myself wanting to use that all that much. I actually um, kind of see myself, obviously. like, uh, having the two Joy-Con controllers connected to that tablet stuff, just playing the stuff in my bed. <laughs> that's pretty much what I use yeah. my Wii U gamepad for. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I, that, yeah, I can see that. I might, that I, I'll, use, I'll use the Joy-Con things, but I'm never going to, like, play them separately, like you were saying earlier. Right. I'm never going to take them off the sides. Um, but, yeah, I, I, that's what I'm thinking. I, I want to say one thing before we move on about it. I fucking mentioned this earlier about the rumor of all these ports coming out for it. I I hope they don't rely on those ports too much as a selling point. Now, if I, if I want those games, I'd just buy a $100 Wii U. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah um, the price is going to be dropping down. I mean, it's the, same qual- it's the same quality, and I'm not going to pay 
full retail for a game that I could buy half cross. Yeah, and I mean, on top of that, I just I understand a lot of people. Obviously, a lot of people didn't buy the Wii U, and they're hoping to get a lot of people that did it by the Wii U to buy the the Switch. And there's a lot of great games that came on the Wii U, mm-hmm. and maybe they can build an audience off that. I can see why they do that. I just hope they don't rely on it too much because look at. I, I understand share like sharing the the Nintendo Store, the eShop. Yeah, but you can't. They shouldn't be relying. If they are, they shouldn't be relying uh, solely on backwards compatibility or digital backwards compatibility. Oh, you know, it's yeah. the backwards compatibility and stuff. I know that they're the physical things for like uh, the Wii U, 3DS is not compatible with this stuff. But the whole thing about digital content, you know, from uh, the eShop is sort of like raises a question too. You know, whereas will some of those actually be compatible? Will like, uh, you'd be able to, like, just play some of your virtual console games that you have on those devices on that friggin' Switch. I mean, that remains to be seen, but I kind of hope that would be the case, because, you know, I'm getting kind of tired of constantly buying the same Mario games, the same things, like, year after year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you. I, and I, I'm so for Super Mario uh, 3D World 2, so I want to. Speaking of <laughs> buying the same Mario game over and over again, uh, I want that. Um... But no, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, we're gonna I'd settle for topics. a Coliseum HD remake. Yeah. I'd settle for a new fucking 3D uh, Mario. That's all I care about. <laughs> yeah, it looks like we might get one. Nintendo so. Switch. <laughs> it would be a day one purchase if you gave me an HD remake of Pokemon Coliseum. Doesn't even have to be a new game, Pokemon Adventure game. Just <laughs> I'll play a game from 12 years ago. I don't give a damn. <laughs> and oh, fair enough. It's black and white too. <laughs> hey, oh, I'll buy. Uh, I'll buy Pokemon as Pokemon. I know, I know, sure. I know. Anyway, uh, spe- speaking Pokemon. of which, did y'all see the live action commercial? Oh, the one for about the yeah for Sun and Moon. It was the kid playing Pokemon Red. Oh yeah, and what watching his he watched his uh, Charmillion evolve into a Charizard. Yeah, and, and then like it just shows like a montage of him growing up like. Getting outside of Pokemon and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, walking by, I want to say it was like a GameStop or some shitty uh, game store. And there just happened to be an advertisement for Pokemon Sun and Moon. Right. And it shows the trainer getting on top of a Charizard and flying somewhere. And then it ends with like him smiling. And the whole premise is like, you evolved, so did we. <laughs> That's actually pretty smart advertising. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it hit me. Like, if I wasn't already going to buy the game day one, it definitely would have done the job. Hmm. You should definitely check it out. I'm a big fan of good trailers and and advertising, so. Hello, everybody. Uh, This is Justin. Uh, I actually could not make it this week to record, so uh, given that the Nintendo's new console was actually announced, I'm going to do a little thing here. It's kind of weird, but I'm just going to interview myself, basically. I uh, wrote down some questions, and I'm just going to try to answer them uh, without fumbling over my words here. (laughs) So bear with me. Okay. First question is, what was your initial feeling or impression after the first view of the trailer? Well, I was sitting on the toilet at work, and I watched it, and I... To be perfectly honest, I kind of initially felt like, well, that is, uh, it's cool to actually and surreal to see the NX finally, but I didn't have that feeling of surprise 
And for me, I know a lot of this has to do probably because I've been following every tidbit of information that's been leaked or spilled out or, you know, possibilities of what this thing could be. So uh, most of what this uh, console, the Nintendo Switch, uh, turned out to be was uh, major leaks that we recently heard about from, like, a couple big news sites and stuff. So, yeah, at first there's a little, you know, just kind of like, okay, it's very interesting to see it, actually. Uh, see what it, how they want you, how they want to actually show it to you, and uh, and somehow still, then you know, it was different than what I was maybe thinking. Uh, just it was more kind of shed light on the whole rumor, anyway. So, yeah, that's basically it for that one. Uh, the next question is, how do you feel about the name? Uh, to me, it's very catchy and it makes sense uh, for what this thing is. I love the way it was used constantly in the trailer to the beat of the music again every time a transition between uh, different people and situations uh that were using it uh for me though <laughs> i'm just, i think it's i do think it's a good name but for me because i'm so used to the name nx i find myself thinking when i think about the console i think about the name the nx but uh, i don't believe that this will happen to uh, more uninformed uh audiences you know people that, that haven't been following it like i have and many others uh so, yeah, I think it's a good name, and I think it's one that will, you know, be pretty easily uh, known, especially when it comes out and stuff. Um, next question is, what was your favorite part of the reveal trailer? Uh, the part where it showed the man just going uh, from place to place, and it kept showing like an airplane, and just kind of that feeling of, like, you actually can take a, a console experience and kind of for the most part, uh, take it anywhere with you. Um, and that is, that's pretty cool. Like, I know it's like, for me, it's like not like extremely exciting. I mean, it's, I think it's really awesome, but it's not exciting to me. Uh, like some things have been, but I think maybe that's okay. Maybe that's actually a good thing because I've been really excited about things before. And then, you know, uh, when I actually have them or time goes by and, and other people too, like, uh, same thing happens for them. Maybe like the, the, maybe it's not everything that you maybe thought it was. So maybe this is a good thing. And, uh, yeah. So the next question is, okay, what games are you most excited for now that, for, uh, from the trailer? Uh, everyone knows I love the Zelda game. Uh, it looks awesome. But from the trailer, what I saw, the, one that actually sticks out the most is probably like the only other major one, in my opinion, is uh, the new a new Mario game, and it looks really interesting. Uh, looks like a, a weird, uh, like it takes place in a almost more real worldly uh, setting uh, in some way or another. You know, <laughs> it looks like a Mexican uh, stylized like town or village, and there's like uh, weird looking like creatures or people there. I don't know what they were, but they're moving around. It looks really cool. It definitely looks like a more like a 3D Mario back to like you know Mario 64 Galaxy that kind of thing. And it has a little it has that look. Some of the things kind of look like 3D World too. So I think it's uh, gonna be a cool mixture of everything and something new. Uh, one of my predictions about that game actually is that it is possibly kind of an open world Mario game. I don't know. It's not gonna be like you know a normal open world game like maybe like you're used to like I'm not saying like Assassin's Creed or something, but uh, Open world, like the mushroom, kind of like that though, because but open world, like it's like the mushroom kingdom is everywhere. Like you can just go anywhere, 
Um, maybe, maybe not. Maybe the maybe the levels are just gigantic, like huge. Uh, either way, I'm really excited for that game. But uh, moving on to the next question. Do you think third-party support will be good? Uh, I hope so. I hope it, it depends on how many people buy the system, of course. I hope, uh, from what I'm seeing, uh, just from reactions and talking to people, uh, family members that actually have not been keeping up with the news, they actually think that it looks pretty cool. I actually sent them the trailer and stuff, and I asked them about it, you know. And uh, so that actually gets me kind of excited, so... It's it really all the third party support depends on if people buy the console. If, if people buy the console, then yeah, you'll have third party support. And I think there's already, I know Bethesda came out and said that they're not gonna. They basically didn't. They're not confirming that they're gonna have games on it. Like they kind of did like a deal with them, like with Nintendo to have like a game with a Skyrim like in the trailer. But I mean, I think that's just. They don't want to announce it yet, and I think maybe Nintendo. I'm sur- surely if people have to like sign on somewhat of an agreement, like so, like when they officially announce it, it'll be like, more surprising. Even though they already showed you it, but I think they want to announce it on their own, and they want to have more things to uh, more games to announce. So it sounds bigger, you know. So they're not announcing it right now before you learn anything else about it because they're. I don't think Nintendo's going to talk about this console anymore this year, which you know they say stuff like that all the time. I could see something at like the game awards show like in december but uh we'll see pretty interesting um let's see do you like the look and feel like of the console visually uh to me it looks very clean and i I like the two-toned uh kind of colors going on like a lighter and darker color uh my favorite thing though besides like the new controllers and uh all that stuff is actually something maybe people don't usually think about. And to me, it's important for some reason because I like just the fact that everything is matte finished and not glossy. I really like that because uh, matte stuff is much better on the, you know, fi- uh, fingerprints getting sweaty, stuff like that. It is and it. Yeah. You don't really have to polish it up and make it look nice. I don't know if anyone does that, but me, but <laughs> I was constantly doing that with the Wii U gamepad and stuff, so because it's glossy and it's like finger fingerprint madness. But uh, yeah, I think it actually looks pretty cool, and the the logo is like big and bold, and definitely not what I thought it would be like. Or it's definitely something different for Nintendo, and even like the Nintendo uh, font and stuff is different, and this has a and this is Switch like in really big. I think it's like whitish letters in the middle of the, uh, on the the dock and everything that you plug it into. Um, Next question. Any cons of the system so far? You kind of heard through like rumors. Uh, only one really comes to mind for me. I would say that would be like at first glance would be the so, so three hour battery life is supposedly uh, some people are leaking like that's like the max battery life for it. Which at first glance, like when I first heard that, I was like, oh, that kind of sucks. And maybe that's not even the final thing, anyways, we don't know. But I started thinking about it more and more. I started, you know, I watched the commercial so many times, the trailer, I mean. And, like, nothing they showed in there except for, like, maybe two spots. Was anyone actually using the system away from a place where you could actually hook it up to a wall anyways? Uh, I think three hours would be fine, especially considering the fact that this is this is literally uh, – the, the brains, the computing power, everything is inside the handheld tablet part. 
to actually uh, play your games, and it has sound and lighting and the screen and controllers that hook to it. I'm sure they'll have like their own batteries, possibly. I guess they have to, because maybe since you were seeing people use it like disconnected from it. But uh, I just don't think it's that big of a deal, especially considering the life of the Wii U gamepad. Uh, the PS4 DualShock 4 controller, which I think is just horrible for uh, what it does. Like I love the controller, but just it should have a much longer battery life. And I'm actually unfamiliar with the Xbox One's battery life controller, so I don't know about that one. I know like it can, you can put like battery packs in there, like uh, AA batteries. I think I'm not sure how long it lasts, but uh, I'd be curious to know that. So I don't think that's a huge worry. I can see how people could be worried with about it though. But I just I can't see myself personally ever playing <laughs> this system three hours away from anywhere where I could like plug in a wall to a wall. But that's just me. Maybe um, next question is. What excites what excites what excites you about the possibilities of the Switch? Uh, for me, it's having a focused platform which will have like uh, possibly all the efforts from Nintendo, which I think personally, like I think they have more first-party offerings than any other company like Sony or Microsoft. Uh, you might say because they have to, but I think like just even if that is the case, like just the focus onto one system. Is probably the most exciting thing for me because uh, more games and a more steady pace possibly will be really great. I'm excited for that for sure. Um, the last questions here for me, anyways, from to myself. Any predictions about the Switch? Uh, yeah, I guess it's not really about the Switch necessarily, but it kind of is. It's more to do with like the games. Uh, my my prediction is it will launch with a new Mario title, and Zelda will actually not launch. In March, but it'll actually come out around the holidays. But uh, either way, would really could really work, I think. Um, so I guess, yeah, my prediction is though they will not, they will not, they will not launch side by side. And I think that's smart. I don't think that would be really a good idea. I think they should have them separated quite a bit because they're definitely two of their biggest uh, franchises. And uh, let's see, yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. I'm I'm excited, and actually like. Like I said, real quick, just to wrap this up, like at the beginning, my initial impressions when I watched the trailer uh, were kind of like, I was smiling in my head, but, but I kind of like not unimpressed, but just unsurprised. And the more, which I think is a good thing for me, especially, the more I actually like kind of let it sink in, uh, the more excited I started getting about it. And uh, yeah, I'm just really excited. And I hope uh, people actually purchase the system and that actually are excited for it. I really want to see Nintendo sell a lot of these things because that means it'll be only good things for everyone that has one too, the more people that buy them. And uh, yeah, I think it's actually a really smart decision and I'm really excited. I'm so excited. It's crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thanks a lot for listening. This probably sounds horrible. You have a good day, night, whatever it is. And uh, thank you, Tyler. Hopefully you can figure this out. If not, I understand. Bye-bye. Um, moving on, though. A bunch of stuff top of the show like normally we have been doing. We mentioned it now before we jump into what we're playing. Oh, Extra Life is getting closer. It's two weeks two away weeks from, from the time we're recording. We're, yeah. Right now we're recording. It is 10, 15, 10, p.m. on a Saturday. So at this point, I'd be 12, 13 hours, 10, 13 hours in. 10, yeah, 13, 12, that. 13 hours in to Extra Life. Um, 
So meaning we're only about halfway because it's 25 hours this this year. Um, <laughs> um, and that's what we're going to be doing, crying about 12, 15 hours in. Yes, uh, I'll probably be crying about 12, 15 minutes in. Um, but people don't know I mean, what it you, is. you did last, last year. Yeah, I did. Uh, and I, I was actually four hours in. I was getting out of the hospital. Yeah. And he fell asleep. You did fall asleep. You came back to like the last hour or so of my gaming session. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, come on. You got to cut me some slack. I know. I know. We cut you some slack. <laughs> no slack. Real man. I also did make it up. Killers. Yeah, you did. Uh, I made it up. <laughs> um, but no. Extra Life. Uh, people know what it is. If you, have, if you haven't listened to our show before or listened to the last couple of weeks, it is a really cool charity that event that we do every year, usually late October, early um, early November-ish, uh, where we raise funds for um, Children's Medical Network hospitals uh, all around the country, um, raising for sick kids, with cancer, pretty much any horrible thing, any transplants, whatever. A uh, cold, both... sick, cold, like if you have a flu to cancer. Yeah. Yeah, it helps out families, whatever. Um, you get to pick when you when you sign up. Um, you get to pick the hospital that your money goes mm-hmm. to. Mine's the Iowa City Hospital, um, where actually my dad went to. Not the Children's Hospital, obviously, but he went to the Iowa City Hospital when he broke his leg, and they helped him quite a bit there. Um, he could walk, and so it's good. It was, which is um, awesome too. Um, I uh, raised money for T.C. Thompson's Children's Hospital. Mm-hmm. Or Children's Hospital Erlanger is, I guess, the new name for it. Right. Um, and, like, earlier this year, my dad was admitted because of a heart attack. Aww. And they helped him. Good. And he's yeah. fun. It's yeah. awesome. That is awesome. And as for myself, um, I raise money towards Seattle Children's Hospital, which is going to be my fourth year running, <laughs> doing that stuff. And, uh. I've had fam. I've had family, like in certain friends, that have been helped by Seattle Children's in the past. So it's just kind of hits close to home and stuff where I can actually help out, like uh, kids in Seattle, like going through their most trying times and stuff. It's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so all the money we raise goes to the hospitals that we're choosing. Fun fact: Seattle actually has the most money. Uh, that Seattle hospital has the most money earned so wow. far. By quite a large margin, I think it's like seven thousand oh, dollars. Come game day, uh, it'll change or, quite a bit. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, Rooster so Teeth always. One of Tennessee's always... in the top five, I believe. Oh so. yeah. There's several here. Um, oh, one of Tennessee, I know that. The um, yeah, what was it? I forgot what hospital it was like Children's Hospital Austin. I forgot what it was called, but Rooster Teeth raises a shit ton of money every Got year. It. They were number one last year. I think they're like two or three this year. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And they still they do their twenty five hour marathon. They do such a great job. Or li- extra live stream live streaming sure. and shit. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you guys want to know more about it, like if, you, if what we talk about is that you want to know more, you want to donate or join, go to extra dash life dot org. Um, if you want to know where we are at, we're at. Um, you can search us up. Um, Gabe and I are in the uh, Talking Ship group, so yep. go to the search uh, box in there and type in Talking Ship. You'll find us. I'm Tyler Courtney. He's Gabe Bagno. Yep. Jake um, is not in the group. He's in a different group, but just check check out. You can Rupert. join. You can join me at Team Knuckles because yep. Sonic can suck a dick. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So he just look him up under Jacob Morgan, and you, if you guys want, you can donate to us. We greatly appreciate it. Better yet, or join, if you want to join, join yourself, a team. 
Yeah. Join a team, create a team, raise money. Like, yeah. sure. Like, anything helps, even if it's a dollar, a quarter, or just sharing yeah. the link. Exactly. Yeah, you know, the people, if you share the link and those people don't donate, but they share that link or they, they tell somebody else about it and they join, it, it's all trickle-down effect. Every little bit helps. Uh, more people know about it, the better. Um, so please uh, check it out. Tell friends or whatever. Share it. We would greatly appreciate it. Yes. I don't care if I did this every year and I make a dime out of it, but if I telling people and spreading the awareness of it, it makes money in the back end for other people or whatever, I don't care. It's awesome. And um, also, of course, you know, for myself and stuff like that, issuing the whole thing about Resident Evil 6... Now, this is going to be kind of funny. Like, about a week or so ago, Jake, I issued a thing to Tyler saying, whoever makes the least amount of money between both of us, the person who raises the least amount of money has to play through Resident Evil 6 <laughs> in its entirety. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know, I know, I know. So it's end up going to probably be me, considering that, uh, well, heck... I have some people that drops, you know, that donate stuff, but uh, there's a lot of people who want to see me play Resident Evil Six. <laughs> yeah, uh, honestly, I'm surprised. I, I, you know, people would just donate shit to the money to because they know how much I hate that game. Here's the thing, man. <laughs> Bros before Resident Evil Six. Uh, I I can't. Bros if, before RE Six. That's a, that's a show, that's a show title. I got it. Um, I can't let you play that game by yourself. <laughs> so if you buy that game and play through it, I will play through. It. If you want me to, I don't. If you don't want me there, that's fine. Uh, if you want to go, through or you this, could be the road bro, keep him away from that. I garbage. would have to stream yeah, myself if, playing Resident Evil Six. If, <laughs> if you if you want to go through this emotionally destroying whatever, I can't even fathom. There's no words for how bad Resident Evil Six is. Maybe I'm just talking about myself here. Uh, any sort of self-esteem you may have will be gone when you play through this game. Just, just pressing play will destroy <laughs> your self-esteem. And it will bring you so low. So low. I'm about to lay on the ground. I'm with my face on the ground. And it's still not that low. It's still not that low. Like, you go a little bit lower and you look up. Way up into the clouds. Way up there. You're still not anywhere fucking near how fucking low that game is. You're about. Oh, it, uh, it's, are you it's talking? Just, yeah, it's, it's so bad. It's just a bad game, and it, I don't want it, you to go through it by yourself. It's a very good yeah. game. You just see. Are we talking one playthrough of it or every character? All four campaigns. All four I said campaigns. A full playthrough. Oh. <laughs> all four campaigns. Jack, man, it's... I love you, buddy. <laughs> I can't. I just. I can't let you do it. I. I'll play through the game with you, okay? You know, it's kind of I'll funny. play through the game. It's just kind of funny. Tyler just looks up at the clouds. All of a sudden, he just sees the Resident Evil 6 logo. And he just goes, Please. oh, no. Like, you, that's people Hellfire. Hell that's Hellfire. Coming down. Like, oh, God, yeah. I'm going to stay inside. <laughs> it's just bad, guys. I, I, Resident Evil 5 is actually a good game. Yeah, but if people thought that was bad, that was bad for the series. And, fuck, dude, 6 is horrible. Anyway, yeah. we're talking about 6. But man, if you we've if shared you, episodes upon episodes about our I've ranted about two dozen times probably on this in the course of the show. I, I will, Jack. You let me know, and I'm there for you, bro. <laughs> inside that, I can't. Or, let, I can't let someone do that. By inside this podcast, no. we can find a history. <laughs> we know that Tyler has ranted and raved about Resident Evil Six like how many times now? 
six, that's, how, that's how many ridiculous. episodes have we had? 174? Yep. 175. 175 times, Tyler. Uh, or we could play, like, get off Resident Evil 6, and we can all just play the worst game, or we can all find a very bad four-player co-op game. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, we can play Ghostbusters. You, <laughs> no. No, that's not, that's, that's too good of a game. That's too six. good of a game. Uh, for compared to Resident Evil Six, we'll play Galgun. I'll play Galgun. What? I'll play Galgun. Yeah, that's that weird game with girls and teenage girls in bikinis. You shoot at them. It's awful game. Oh. Um, yeah. Look it up. It's bad. Uh, anyways, extra life. Check it out. It's in two weeks. My question to you guys is: I know we're a couple weeks out. You guys got any plans? Games we're gonna be playing? Tips, whatever. What do you, what's your what's what you guys got in mind so far for extra life? Hmm, I have absolutely no idea what I want to play. Okay, I am well physically f- fucking bored with PS4, so I'm not sure if I'm even <laughs> gonna play anything on there. <laughs> I got GameFly or GameFly sent me an offer for like one dollar for a free for a month, and I was like, why not? So. I put Bioshock uh, Collection in my queue, and it got removed, so I was like, that's 14, do- 14 days wasted of my... Uh, Welcome to Gamefly, man. Yeah, 14 days wasted for my Gamefly membership. Uh, so they finally shipped out Mafia 3. Nice. Uh, two days ago, so so waiting for that. Maybe I'll get it before Extra Life. Y- yep. You'll get it, like, a day after your free, free trial's over. Probably. <laughs> uh, at that point, I'm just going to say I got lost in the mail. Yeah, there you go. Um, got lost in the mail. What's that sound you're playing? Oh, no, I lost in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> but, right, yeah, Mafia 3's going to be one of my games I'm playing. And Xenoverse 2 comes out Tuesday as we're recording, mm-hmm. so that's probably going to be another one. And I might do a Nuzlocke run of a Pokemon game. Like, I might stream that too, so. Live Nuzlocke. Hey, that's pretty cool. Yeah, probably going to be Heart Gold. Yeah, that's the game I would expect possibly to go through, you know, if I was ever going to do another Nuzlocke thing. I tried doing it for Black and White, and uh, I lost interest. (laughs) Oh, Black and White is hard. I know, and I didn't do too bad either. It's... (laughs) It's ridiculous. Like, X and Y is bad, too, just because it's so long, but black and white is donk. Oh, yeah. What about you, Tyler, if you take your swig of gin? Uh, thank you. It's not gin. It is a... Um, yeah. It is a Sierra Nevada Torpedo Extra IPA. It's actually yeah. pumpkin spice. Um, <laughs> no, no pumpkin spice. Pumpkin is one of my favorite smells in the world. One of the worst flavors in the world, though, to me. Which, I think you like that beer I drank, but... It's so funny. It's... it's so funny. Every time that, like, I go to the grocery store with my mom, it's just like, hey, yeah, there's pumpkin spice. It's like, no. Uh, oh, I love I love pumpkin. Don't get me I like I'll, pumpkin, too, like... but I don't want any pumpkin spice. No. <laughs> um... Give me pumpkin cake, pumpkin lattes, give me pumpkin pie, pumpkin beer. Guys, Gabe, what or not, Gabe? Tyler, Tyler what, what? What's your extra life plan? Thank you for the compliment, though. I wish I was Gabe. <laughs> um, no, um, I'd be the happiest boy in the world. Um, no, 
my plans are I have a couple things uh, in mind so far. Um, obviously Madden, I play it. Um, all That's going to be eight hours right there. I've actually not played that much Madden this year. I, I have just had not like between all the games coming out and work. I just I've only got so much time for you know kind of one thing. So I got to pick one thing. And usually it's not Madden. Um, but I'm planning on playing some of that. Probably play a few games of that. Probably would be about a quarter of my night uh, playing that game. Um, I picked up, I talked about it a couple weeks ago, I picked up Record, yeah. and I still have not played it yet. Uh, I, I kind of probably, probably going to start it there and play a bunch of it. That's probably, my, the, probably the, the game. And then also um, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare comes out uh, mm. the day before. So I'll probably um, check that out. Um as well, that's kind of like the big thing that I got planned. Um, obviously, I'll probably play some side stuff. I hope to play some uh, Rocket League um, this year, like we did last year. I had a lot of fun with that. Yeah, more than um, likely. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably see what other people are going to be playing. Uh, usually, we're all in a, a bunch of us are in a party chat together. It's probably um, going to be mostly. either like a Rocket League, Battlefield One, or whatever the hell. What else? What else? I don't. I'm we should do. Duty, we should do um, like. I don't know. Outlast 2 was uh, pushed till 2017, yeah. right? Yeah. We should do Outlast 2 demo if we haven't all played it. Uh, I started it. Uh, Justin played it. Uh, um, we'll see. I'm, um, I might be streaming that as well, like, at late night. When I'm tired and everything. Oh, shit. I forgot. I bought the bunker. Uh, so, a couple weeks ago. So, I might play that. I might, might save that for Extra Life. I'll play that in the middle of the night. Go. That could be a fun thing to do. Um... Yeah, uh, there's a horror game I I'm willing to say it was like a four player horror game. Hmm. Well, let me know when you find it because uh, I mean, whatever. Um, but moving uh, moving on to what we've been playing because we're going a little long this week. Um, let's jump now to what we've been playing. Gables. Yeah, we've been playing, buddy. You know, I actually picked up the Sun and Moon demo not too long ago, and I played a little bit of that, and honestly, I was kind of impressed by it. I mean, obviously there are a lot of subtle changes to the way the game looks, the way the game, like, uh, operates in terms of making things more convenient for the user in order to keep track of, like, what their stats, their Pokemon are, and, like, like how everything is, like, uh, more suited for, like, competitive players in mind to where you can easily check out, like, EV values for Pokemon without having to, like, second guess or keep tabs and tallies upon what... Like, what creature, like, has what stat or this way or that way. But, uh, like I said, the game plays Pokemon. You know, it's fun. It's still pretty good to enjoy and stuff. But the thing about the Sun and Moon demo is there are a couple different side quest stuff you can do for the game in and of itself, depending upon what day or something it is. And there is a little contest dealie that you can do where you can capture a number of Pokemon to earn, like, uh, the, like, nuggets and stuff to earn to transfer into the game, which... Hey, you know, it's it's kind of cool and stuff, but you don't really keep any of the Pokemon that you capture. The only Pokemon you really can uh, keep and transfer is uh, this special Greninja that they give you, which has the ability Battle Bond, which, uh, when it comes to the Pokemon anime and stuff, it's more or less modeled after uh, Ash and his Greninja and stuff. It was like Ash Greninja. Yeah. It was like... Greninja Ash at EX or some yeah, shit. Yeah, it's basically Ash Greninja. That's what it basically evolves into once Battle Bomb's activated, which it's activated when you defeat like a Pokemon in battle. 
But if like I use it like in the trainer's battle, you defeat one of their Pokemon, all of a sudden it just evolves into a more powerful form of Greninja, which makes its water shuriken move even stronger. Going going Damn. from like uh, a fifteen power move to like I think like what a thirty or a forty power move that has multiple hits. It's wait, doesn't that move with with Greninja do like like a hundred and fifty damage if it hits all five times? Well, let's see, fifteen times five. I oh, wait, does it? Is it fifteen? It's a fifteen power move, Water Shuriken. Uh, so okay, so that's wait, what did you say? 75? You have 75, so it's actually stronger than that. 75 plus seventy five plus stab, which is one times 1.5. Right. Uh, hold on. <laughs> and Jake's having to do a little bit. It's like 110, 115. It's got to be at least 100, yeah, you know, 110. If it hits like all five times, because it's stronger. 112.5. Uh, plus super effective if you use it right exactly. or whatever. But that is ridiculous but anyway there are other little changes in the game as well like for example it actually tells you now when a move is super effective against a certain like opponent and stuff when you look down at their uh the move pool stuff like for example if you have a when you have your greninja out and you face off against a pokemon like Rockruff, it tells you the water shuriken is super effective against the thing so there you go that's nice it's nice it's a convenient thing because obviously you're going to forget what type is going to be good against what type once in a while <laughs> Uh, and there's there's so many weird dual tops yes, where, like, how Gyarados is water flying yep. yet, and electricity and rock beat it, yep. while well, oh, grass type Pokemon it? only does like maybe half, I think. Oh yeah, it was like Torterra is is a grass ground type. Gra- it's grass ground, yet water still hurts it. I know it's it's and it's really complicated. It, it's for some. so it's so weird. It's like it's stupid. So quite, it's quite essentially, yeah. There's a lot of like strange Pokemon typings, like for dual types, that is not really as obvious to decipher what moves unless you've really played a lot. And this is kind of a really good idea by Game Freak's part because it makes. Just, you know, looking out for the Pokemon's like weaknesses a little bit more easier. <laughs> but other than, I, I want to see the competitive battling. Well, the that. competitive battling thing is going to be interesting because there are certain Pokemon that have that are coming out the new ones that actually block certain things like priority moves, which that's really going to be. Cool. Oh, that's that's going to be awesome! Like, like getting rid of Mega Blit. I know Tyler's bad. Pass out Mega Blaziken no, with and Speed Boost. Oh yeah, and is so fucking annoying. Or even like something as simple as say like uh, Arcanine with like its extreme speed move getting blocked by uh, like a Water type Pokemon by the name of Bruxis, which is like that strange like fucking like pink polka dotted fish or something like that that has a ability that blocks priority moves outright. There is actually quite a number mm. of Pokemon that now have the ability where they can block certain priority moves and getting set off or whatever. But uh, they, let's see, what else was inside there? You had access to capture a couple of different new types of Pokemon. Like, uh, you get to capture Pokemon, let's say, like Rockruff and, like, uh, oh, that Weasel and stuff like that. It was more like a Mongoose, actually. It's, oh, gosh. It's going to take me a while to remember some of these new names. But, uh, yeah, some of the, for going back to the competitive stuff, like, I'm really interested in seeing the change of pace with the 
Alone forms. Yeah. I can't pronounce. Oh yeah, the Alone it's like forms. Being diff- yeah, with different toppings and whatnot, and with still the same well, stats. Exactly. And speaking of Alolan forms and stuff, you can actually, if uh, there's a certain part in the demo where you can actually go ahead and photograph the back of an Alolan Dugtrio, which is kind of hilarious because you just see nothing but these three diglets. This these this freaking Dugtrio with all these like blonde hair and stuff like that from the backs. <laughs> it's really hilarious. Alolan Dugtrio. You search out the pictures for that, and it's basically Dugtrio with three blonde wigs. <laughs> oh, but uh, there is another thing like about Pokemon Sun and Moon we didn't really like mention and stuff. The entirety of the Pokédex has actually been leaked online. <laughs> but uh, you can actually check out like which Pokemon and stuff, like uh, their final evolutions for the starters, for instance. Oh my gosh, those are actually confirmed as real, based upon the Chinese leaks and stuff. But. Uh, but yeah, my whole time with like Pokemon Sun and Moon, the demo, it was basically what I thought it was going to be. It's a bit, obviously it was a bit better than I thought that it was going to be, and I'm really excited for next month. <laughs> so that's... Yeah, I gotta buy a new 3DS, because... Oh, what happened? Did you break it? I, no, I had to sell mine for cash, because it was uh, broke. Well, hey, you can always get your but, weed. But, um, I kept all my... I kept my freaking SD card, so... So, all of us are getting... Hopefully I get my save. So, all of us are getting Sun and Moon, right? Uh, I'm I am getting not. Sun. Okay. I'm not getting either. Uh, well, anyway, I have... Oh, man, I have a couple of different coworkers that are getting, like, uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon as well. So, let's see, one of my friends is getting Sun, a couple of them are getting Moon, and, like, some of them are starting with Poplio as well. So I think I may just get, like, the moon version, because, uh, well, hell. Because I want to. <laughs> I may end up getting both anyway, but fuck. You're definitely going to be getting yeah, both, but I eventually. hope there's more. Like, my favorite strategy is Drizzle with a Swift Swim Pokemon. Oh, yeah, like Politoed. Yeah, Politoed or Kyogre, but... Yeah. Mostly Politoed. <laughs> I can see um, Tyler is bored. My- and drunk whole, and tired and everything. The whole dual thing with Politoed and Ludicolo. I'm still trying to recover from Resident Evil 6. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's all I've been playing Live! this week. Um, you know what? I'm going to jump in front of you, Jake. Go ahead. Cool. So I played a few <laughs> I played a few games this week. Um, I'm going to follow up what I said last week, Gears of War 4. I finished it. Awesome. Fantastic game. I love yeah. that game. I have basically no complaints about it. Um, maybe a little, a little too much battle in there towards the end, a little too much tacked on, but not my complaint. Love that game. Fucking fantastic game. So happy that they, uh, the co- uh, coalition, I believe, is what the, na- the name of the developers, uh, they nailed it. Um, give me pretty much everything I wanted uh, and more um, from from Gears of War Four. Um, Yep, moving on to... Uh, is there a Carmon? Uh, there is a Carmon. Yay! <laughs> There's actually a Carmine <laughs> in there. That's awesome. There is a Carmine. That's what my coworkers have been like asking first... me about. It's like, is there another Carmine? Is there another Carmine? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is, but he's only like the first mission. So. <laughs> oh, so he gets killed like his brother. <laughs> <laughs> or the son of one of the brothers. 
Yeah, probably. Oh, there's only two brothers left, or there was only two brothers left alive after the end of three. And I think they're all dead now. Um, so, um, a couple, I played a couple other games this week. The only problem is I haven't got, uh, I haven't really got a lot of time with either of them. Uh, uh Mafia 3 picked it up. I talked about last week, picked that up. Uh, I've only played a few hours of it. Uh, thoroughly enjoying that game. Um, I love the way the story is being told in it. It is a, uh, it's kind of told in like a present day kind of documentary yeah. style. Where they're talking to, so you play as Lincoln Clay. And he is a black Vietnam vet set in 1968 in New Bordeaux, which is New Orleans, their version of New Orleans. And they're doing like this, basically like I said, documentary. It's like common day and they're talking to the people that um, kind of like trying to figure out, I mean, not all common day. Some of it's like showing video, but it feels like a documentary. They're talking to like uh, one of his pastures they grew up with that helped raise him in an orphanage. And they're talking to him and it's like current day. About Lincoln Clay, um, about basically what um, his early life, and then all the things that happened in the story that changed him and he turned into the man he is in the game you're playing as, um, in the time that you're playing as him, and then you're, you're jumping around like with court cases, like showing old videotapes um, of like they like why why Lincoln Clay um, murdered all these fucking people, <laughs> uh, which I haven't done. I've done some murdering, not nearly as much as it seems like I'm going to be doing. Uh, but a lot of people are fucking dead because of me. Um, <laughs> no, I just love the way the story is being told. I think the voice acting is fantastic. Um, I like that this is kind of a... We have seen a million of these open-world mafia-type games, yep. gangster games, mob games, whatever. And this one just seems different. Um, I think one... I think this is probably one of the better versions of storytelling. It's more serious. It's not like a GTA or a Saints Row. Um, and I like those. I like Saints Row a lot. I, I like what GTA is. I... I respect what GTA is. It's kind of Red Dead Redemption. I, I, I get that it's a great game, but it's just not my game kind of thing. Um, but I love the storytelling. Um, I'm not so sure how much I like the, the open worldness of it. Um, You're not, never really a fan of open world games. I like. I mean, I, there's been there's some out there I've liked. I like I like Bully. I like Saints Row three and four. Um, I, I, there, all right, a, Saints. In my opinion, Saints Row three and four aren't really open world games. Well, they got the same. They follow the same formula. Yeah, games, you know? uh, yeah, I understand um, that, but I would say definitely Saints Row Four is not really an open world game. No, in the uh, traditional sense. Yeah, because you can just yeah, yeah. You can just leap. Yeah, I, I guess it, you could argue with four, but I mean, I like there are exceptions to the rules, obviously, with most things. Yeah. Um, but I the the story part of it, elements of it are really great. Um, fucking killing people. Always, you know, feels pretty good uh, in this game. Uh, I like, I, I like. It's kind of they did a good job of kind of combining. Like, you could, if you want to go in guns blazing, you can go in guns blazing. If you want to be a little sneaky, you can be fucking sneaky. You can take, you can go in. Like, there's some parts where you have to like go interrogate this guy and get information. And you can go in there, and you can shoot up everybody and get to that guy and just grab him and interrogate him. Or you can go and you can just like, you know, you can just maybe just go straight to him without harming anybody else. Or you can I sneak s- and take out as many guys as you can right. and go to him. Now I can't wait for the game to come back, come to me nah, even more because yeah, that I, sounds awesome. I think as you as a fan of um, this kind of world GTA things like that, I think you'll like this game. Um, and I'm liking it so far. I like the characters in it. I'm liking not. I mean, yeah. I think the biggest drawback is going to be that might could be the breaking point for me is the open world part of it um, and how much I, I like that element and how long that that I 
keeps me engaged or doesn't hinder me enough to uh, stop playing the game. Um, which would be the, the Is there any side stuff that appears randomly? Mm. Like, uh, I'm still very early on. I just basically got out of like the prologue part, which is the first couple hours of the game, um, and I found some stuff you can do. Um, but I mean, you can find like Playboy magazines uh, here and there. There's collectibles. Um, you can like they kind of got some Ubisoft elements to it, where like you can actually go and like basically tap phones. And shit, and you can see all like the side quests and everything in the area, all the things you can do. And, like, like one of the things you do, like basically, it seems like one of the premises of the game is, like, this guy comes in, he like this guy kills basically the people that raised you, the black mob, as they're called, and like he kills all of them because he doesn't like the decision that you made. He like he wanted you to turn on the guy that helped raise you, and you said no, so he kills him and he tries to kill you, but he fails killing you, but he kills everybody else. They hear about so it's a revenge game. So he's going, he's going, yeah. but he's not going to just go kill that guy. He's going to destroy his entire um, uh, Network. business, basically. Yeah, he's going to go in. So the first thing you do is like he, the kids, he basically runs a big prostitute ring. So there's a guy that runs that or that section. So you go in, you're going to cause as much damage as possible. Like it makes this much money, fifteen thousand dollars. So you can go in, you're going to steal a bunch of money, and you're going to um, kill. You're going to like st- these like you got all these like prostitutes that he drugs and people just pay money have sex with them whatever and you go in and you release a bunch of them and you go and you blow up his operation and it did that guy's a little thing in the top corner telling how much money he's earning and like you slowly the more damage you cause the more people you release or whatever it trickles oh, down oh so kind of like the oh wait the you have to cause damage or you don't cause no there was damage but like you just you just put a you, you kill his men you take you find money laying around in the area you take that uh, you were like releasing prostitutes, t- knocks down the money like a thousand dollars or whatever piece. That definitely sounds like fucking Saints Row. Yeah, there's yeah. Um, so Mom's, I'm sure with all the infinite rocket launchers and shit, just blowing shit randomly. <laughs> um, but once you get down to zero, it kind of brings out the the head guy of the area, and then you go in and do a big mission, and you fucking you kill the people in there, and then eventually you kill him, and you take you take it over. Um, it's it's kind of a tried and true method of the open world games in that sense, but uh, no, I, I like the story a lot, and I'm gonna keep playing it. Obviously, uh, that might be another game I play a lot during extra life, depending on how far I get into that between now and then. I got Battlefield One I'm playing. I've only played the first couple chapters of the story. Uh, Jake and I played a couple games online before the show. Um, yeah, I'm kind of disappointed with that game mode. Yeah, um, I, I played the I only played the first two chapters, like I said, of the campaign, and I don't. Like like you, I don't I'm not a big fan of the fact that it's just like separate stories. Uh, you play it's like five different stories, and each story has four chapters, and it seems like each one kind of like takes place like as a different like gameplay type. Like the one I'm playing through right now, you're the tank, you're playing mostly in the tank. It's a giant escort mission. Yeah, and I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep playing it. I've only played like I said, I only played the first two chapters, which is like maybe 45 minutes or so of that, um, and see hopefully it picks up from there. But the game's gorgeous, and I can see that. Like, play a couple games online, I can see why people love that game. Like, I've talked. Like, uh, for me, I, I can like, I can differentiate between like, I don't like this game, but I can see why people love this game. And with this, like, online mode, I play that. I can uh, online that stuff not so much for me, but I can see why people love that online mode. It seemed pretty cool. Uh, Jake pissed me off pretty pretty good though when he told me that we get to play as pigeons. In an online mode, you find out that you don't you don't get to play as pitches. You just like you just write notes and then you 
make a pigeon go fly. So it went from yeah. being my number one game of 2016 to I don't even. I, this game sucks. I, don't know what I mean, all right. Um, in the campaign, there's this mission where, I mean, there's this mission where you basically, like, in order to save a group of people, you have to send a carrier pigeon. But you play as the carrier pigeon. Okay. It's awful. Oh yeah, the controls are freaking the worst. You get flying uh, into things and just like skate yeah. off of them, like grind it off of them, like the skateboard game. Uh, but it was like I forgot what the game mode's called. Doesn't it was matter. like pit. It's like pigeon something. Uh, it was basically capture the flag, but with pigeons. Oh, pigeon. Yeah, man. it was capture the flag, but the flag is a pigeon. And you have to hold it for a certain amount of time, and then you release the it. Man. Yeah, and then it's, it drops an artillery strike on on everybody. Yeah, uh, or enemies, but it, the enemies. Yeah, it's. I was deeply saddened. Yeah, uh, I yeah, but like, like I said, I, I the game looks absolutely stunning, uh, especially that first that opening prologue part you played. Um, oh, it, wow, that game like there's a. Part where they drop a bomb and a big explosion, the fire looked real. Yeah. It didn't look like it was it was a game. It looked real. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm gonna keep playing it. I'll talk more about it next week. I'm also playing on. A, I I just got this Battlefield One. I, just, I ran it through Redbox, so I'm just gonna basically my plan is just to play through the campaign and set it back as soon as possible. Uh, and then next week I'm hoping to do the same with uh, Titanfall Two, the campaign. Oh really? So you're gonna so, be playing uh, Titanfall Two? Yeah, I I I. I've talked about sometimes before. I, I like the campaigns of a lot of these games. Mm-hmm. Don't care about the online part of it. Uh, and everything I've seen from the campaign for Titanfall 2 looks pretty sweet. Uh, they just released a new trailer a couple days ago. And that looked even better. Uh, makes me even more excited for that game. So yeah. Um, I'll probably talk, maybe we'll talk about it next week. Depends. Uh, it comes out next Friday. We usually record on a Friday night. Sometimes Saturday night. So it depends. Uh, I might talk about it next week. It might be the following week. Yeah. That's pretty much what I've been playing. Um, it's kind of a hodgepodge of different things. Haven't got to stick, uh, stick my teeth into one thing. Uh, hopefully next week I'll have more to say about uh, these games I'm playing. But uh, Jake, what about you, buddy? Um, everyone else, I've been playing more Minecraft and whatnot. Trying to get money to live. Uh, yesterday, vital. what? It's a vital thing. It's, yeah, definitely a vital thing. Yesterday, after I got paid uh, and got off work, uh, I planned on coming home, but apparently just driving, uh, accidentally got on the interstate. <laughs> so I let, basically let my car take me to wherever it wanted to go, which ended up in a GameStop. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, about 10 minutes away from... Where do you need to go? So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes you get behind the wheel and the car just drives. Last time I did that, I ended up in Gabe's basement. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of weird. Three o'clock in the morning, all of a sudden I see a random car go through my room. Yeah. Tyler's like, oh, God damn. I was in a towel. Man, I drove uh, all the way there in a towel. Nobody expects an impromptu togo party. Anyway. No. <laughs> Especially when you're you're Rob like the Kool Aid Man, man, and you're Dodge Avenger. That's creepy that you know that one. You know I drive a Dodge Avenger, and also the only way I enter two things is by jumping through a wall. 
Uh, but yeah, uh, I had had to sell my Xbox One uh, about two months ago for cash. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna buy me an Xbox One. So I did, and you know what? I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna buy me this Xbox One S or Slim. Sucky sucky now. And the damn thing is beautiful. Oh, that is oh. The box is beautiful. Yeah, it is. It's nice. That's a, that's a, Jake. You have a lovely looking box. Yes, the box is beautiful. I can't lift up the console because it's currently on. <laughs> um, and I think there's oh, and both the ones inside. Oh, shit. Right. Um, and don't turn uh, it. It'll scratch the disc. Oh, definitely not. Um, so it's like you know what? Battlefield One came out, uh, and there was I was going to get the. Gears of War Blue Xbox One S, but that didn't come out till November first, which is very weird. Yeah, you Makes could sense. buy the four hundred and fifty dollar version of it right now. That's red. Which, oh, it's so beautiful looking, man. I almost want to buy it. It, it, oh. it is a nice Xbox. It is a nice console, but that's still an extra hundred and fifty dollars more than that one. Oh yeah. Pay. And especially since the only thing it comes with is a different color scheme and an uh, extra 500 gig. And Tyler's showing me his pink uh, and black controller. Pink and black. Yeah. Xbox One controller. It's a gradient. It's my Bret Hart controller. <laughs> but yeah, I bought the. It's like I asked guys like what bundles he had, and it's like he said Battlefield One, Minecraft. Or Gears of War. It was like my original intention was to buy Halo, the Halo Master Chief Collection, yeah. Halo Five bundle, because I didn't have Halo Five anymore, and you know a lot of my friends still play it. I was like, you know what? Fuck! I already have Minecraft. I was like, I guess I'll get the game that just came out today. And yeah, now I have Battlefield One, but no, actually had no intention of buying the game. Oh, there you go. So, I might sell it in a couple, in a few days. Yeah, for trade. Because it's probably, what, $40? Uh, you probably get 30 bucks for it. Yeah. I know, uh, a lot of people were pissed off that they bought Gears of War, and, like, two weeks later, they were only getting, like, $20 for it. Because everybody gets yeah. starting it. <laughs> probably. But, yeah, that's... So I'm enjoying a little bit. I haven't got a chance to play it that much. Like you said earlier, me and you played a little. Um, that's all I really played of it so far, and besides the beta. And I feel like, like unlike traditional Battlefield games, like Bad Comp, or I want to say Battlefield Two, all the way to Four, the sniping in Battlefield One feels like it's ridiculous stupid like it's a, for some reason it's 10 times harder to do which I get an error of guns and whatnot. like they want to make it as some realistic as possible but their weapon other weapons in the game are stupidly inaccurate but that's all I've been playing and I hope to dwell in uh, more games in the future right 
In a month when he joins again. In a month when I join us again, because I get kicked off every <laughs> two episodes I'm on. Yep. Usually it's because you leave chats and don't tell anybody the chats. Uh, I only did that once. <laughs> well, that once matters, man. So, I was angry, and I, I said I was sorry. No, you didn't. about the sleep. I did. I did. <laughs> Not to us. Oh, it's in chat. Oh, it was in the chat? I'm like, oh, I'm going to the chat now. I'll go back and look. No, I won't. It's too much yeah. work. Yeah, it's, it's only a five-day hero, five-day chat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't want to do that. Um, Which is funny because I started that chat two weeks ago. and People just started chatting with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Happens. Uh, but yeah, you know what? We're going a little long this week. So we're going to go ahead and skip. Uh, skip. Ooh, I've been drinking too much. Uh, ooh, buddy. I've only been drinking we're going to skip Lou. Uh, we're going to skip, skip away. We are going to... Ah, man. Let me give a second. We're going to skip uh, Retro Game of the Week. <laughs> Holy shit. I am drunker than I thought I was. I thought no, I was doing good. I'm not laughing at that. I'm oh. laughing at... The, like, I was looking at his camera. <laughs> he was doing the Donald Trump hand signs. Like, oh, man. he was talking. <laughs> he was... I was I'm, um, I'm really focused on what I'm saying, so I had to use my hands. <laughs> um, anyways, we're skipping the, the uh, retro game of the week. We're gonna move on to ways you can communicate with us if you want to more on Facebook. We have a page and group is uh, Generation Gaming on there, so like and join us on there if you want to talk to us. Or it's a good way. Usually that's the first place you post when uh, uh, the episodes first come up, so that's usually the best way to find out first thing. Also on Twitter, we are at Gin Gaming Pod. I repeat, at Gin Gaming Pod. So um, follow us on there. Uh, also, that's a good place where our um, when episodes come out. Go ahead and know when it comes out because we usually automatically put it on there when it comes out. Uh, on YouTube, at Generation Game or not at we are Generation Gaming on YouTube. So subscribe to us there. Like and we have plans for the future. Yes, our videos go. Our uh, the, the podcast goes in there too. So that's a good place to go check us out. We are also on there. Like and subscribe on there and tell some friends. We greatly appreciate it. Um, also, obviously, um, more than likely, let's do us on iTunes. Um, give us a five-star review. Let us know what you think. Uh, that helps us um, get more eyeballs on the show. More people can see the show when we get more reviews and uh, listeners. So that's always good. It's a win-win for us. So we greatly appreciate some five-star reviews and uh, four is fine as well. And uh, tell some friends. We greatly appreciate it. Um... Also, Twitch, Twitch, uh, we're uh, Gen Gaming Podcast on there. So uh, follow us on there, subscribe, whatever it is you do on Twitch. Do that thing, click that it button. It is the follow love button. It is the follow button. Thank you, Jake, for being my memory. Uh, so check us out on there. We'd greatly appreciate it. Uh, but thank you guys so much for listening. I'm with your host. I was Tyler. I was waiting for Jake, but... I am the Jack of Hearts. <laughs> and he's been diarrhea, man. Okay. Uh, <laughs> nah, I've been Jake. GG, everyone. Bye. Guys, guys, I want to say something quick before we end the show. Hashtag fuck Nintendo. <laughs> Talk to you next week. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs>